0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Global Lean Leadership Summit 2019 in beautiful Riverside, California. So, Lucas Holland. (laughs) So I wanna ask you guys, who's ever heard it said, if you want something done right, you just have to do it yourself? I wanna ask you through this presentation, do you think that's ever true? Or is that just a cop-out for bad communication? I'm Lucas Holland, and today I want to ma- introduce to you guys what I maintain is the ninth and possibly most deadly sin of waste, and that is poor communication. So remember Sun Tzu in The Art of War. He says, if the instructions are not clear, it is the fault of the general. So if you're not happy with anything in your organization, maybe you just need to communicate better. So I work for FastCap. We're up in Bellingham, Washington. It's the top left corner of the United States. And it's a beautiful area. We're surrounded by forests, mountains, lakes. Um, I really like skiing. I like mountain biking a lot. Uh, I have no problem jumping off big cliffs. To be honest though, standing here in front of you guys right now, I'm a little nervous. I don't know why I get to, why I deserve to be up here in front of you guys after all these other great speakers. But I hope that maybe I can just give you a little bit of something that'll help you out. So I work for Paul. And Paul, while Bellingham's awesome, he's always somewhere way better, whether it be Kazakhstan, (laughs) Hawaii, Japan. He's never there. And so as Rick said, I'm back at FastCap trying to maintain his vision and keep the company going the way it should be. The big question is, why should Paul trust me? Crazy young kid, how does he know we're not just riding around on forklifts having a good time like that, right? (laughs) Well, the answer to that, you might have guessed it, is good communication. So Paul has life experiences that I could only hope to have from, you know, working for Bob Taylor, starting the company I work for, you know, the list just goes on and on. And so I would be a fool if I didn't use his knowledge. So whenever I want to do something, whenever I have a question, whenever I'm not sure, I'm always talking to Paul and asking him. And because of that, he knows exactly what I'm thinking. And because he knows what I'm thinking, then he can trust me. And communication's a two-way street. It doesn't just go that way, but because I'm always getting his feedback, I know that he trusts me and I know that I'm doing the right thing and I feel like I can move forward. So today I want to show you guys some tools that we use at FastCap to communicate clearly and effectively. And this might be kind of like when you visit Toyota. For those of you who have been there, you walk in and they tell you that if you copy everything we do exactly, you're going to go home and you're going to fail. So don't take these and think they're the perfect tool for you, but hopefully some of these you can take, you can tweak them and you can make them work for you to bring the communication at your company to the next level. So the first tool I'm sure you're all familiar with, it's Voxer. Voxer is a voice communication app, and it's a great app. It's got a really big button on it. You push it, you talk. Sometimes it's 3.30 in the morning in Kazakhstan, and you just want to wake Paul up because your question is just that urgent, and you wake him up and he's there, he's got an answer. The big thing about Voxer is that you can play stuff back at two times, at four times speed. So we use WhatsApp, too. But WhatsApp, you can't do that. How about that GLLS Summit chat? Who has time to keep up with all of those posts? You better not be raising your hand, because then you're not communicating with your people. <laughs> WhatsApp is great for one big reason, and that's that you can embed up to four minutes of video. So everything we do, we're shooting videos. A picture's worth uh, 1,000 words, a video has 60 pictures per second plus words. Think about how much communication you can get in with a video. So any question I have, I pull out my phone, I'm shooting a video. Hey, Paul, here's the issue, here's what I'm looking at. Now I can make a little sketch, point at it, here's what I'm thinking. Do you think I'm doing this the right way? And he can watch the video and get back to me. But Voxer is much better for all voice communication. You look at all these, pull out your WhatsApp, and it's, what, 32 seconds, 2 minutes, 40 seconds, 35 seconds. No one has time for that. On Voxer, I can get through all those in one minute. Sorry, you guys all talk too slow. I need to listen to it faster. i got to get stuff done. The last great tool, well, you just learned about it a little bit, is Wonderlist. I'm going to show you a bunch of ways that we use WonderList in just a second. So I want to talk to you about training. When you bring a new person on in your company, well, the first thing you have to do is you have to train them. You have to communicate to them what they need to do. If you're not training them, you've got a new guy there, and he's, well, he's new, and he doesn't want to mess up, and he's standing over there, and I'm just going to wait until someone tells me what to do, because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to mess it up, Right? And so if you're not training people and you have people standing around not getting their questions answered, well, you end up with a company of people that look like this. That's not what we want, right? So training is important. Communicating to your people what they need to do, how to do it 100% of the time. There's a couple important things when you're training. First one is you need to train people to ask questions. This is actually one of our principles at FastCap, and we discuss it in our morning meeting as a whole team. And when you train people to ask questions, it has two big advantages. One. You tell them, you communicate to them what you want done, and then they ask you a question, it communicates back to you what you did wrong. Now you know where you didn't communicate clearly. It gives you a chance to improve your training, chance to do it better the next time. The other big advantage of them asking you questions is that you explain it all to them. They ask a couple questions about some of the hard stuff. Now you know that they understood the good stuff, because communication, it's a two-way street. If they're asking you questions, you guys are actually communicating. Then you can trust them because you know that they weren't just off in la-la land thinking about their dinner date tonight and going to forget everything that you said when you were training them. Next important thing about training is train people to bring problems. Are your people scared to bring you problems? Do they think that you're going to be grumpy? Or are they excited? Because at FastCap, we rejoice when people bring us problems. We say, yes, now I have a chance to use my brain for what it's made for, to be a problem solver and to improve because my people communicated to me the problems. I didn't even have to find them. So I'm gonna give you an example of how I did some real bad training and what it looks like. We had a new guy, Andrew, he came on. It's his first job ever, 18 year old kid. We had a really busy day and I needed an order run. So we have this machine at FastCap. It's a pretty simple machine. You put some material in it on a roll and it chops a bunch of strips to the right length for you. And so I walked over there with him and I trained him the way a lot of people probably train i communicated with him i said here's this button it does this here's this button this does this you need this set at this you need this set at this and there's the go button you got it and he said yeah i got it but we didn't really communicate he ran some of it he went off to break and when he came back from break he didn't remember anything and he ran the rest of that order wrong thousands of dollars worth of material in the trash can because i didn't communicate clearly and so this is the point where i can get frustrated and i can say Ugh. If you want it done right you just have to do it yourself right wrong no it was my fault and so i realized that all the training i had put into him all that communication we had had i was just wasted time my time wasted his time wasted we didn't just cause defects we wasted each other's time but so i went back and i retrained him properly but this time i didn't have my little grimy hands in there doing it for him when you're training I know you know how to do it, you need to resist the urge to touch it. You need to get your hands behind your back and you need to tell them what they're doing and explain. And so as I'm doing it, I'm having him push the buttons. And then not only that, but I'm communicating back and forth with him and I'm asking him, now what does that button do again? And what does that do? And do you understand that? And now since he's communicating back to me, now I know that he's learning it and he can trust it. So I went through and I spent the time, it takes maybe twice as long to train him right, But at least all of it was value added this time, there was no waste. And I asked him questions, I knew he knew exactly what he was doing, and so I went, after I trained him, I screwed up every setting on the machine as bad as I could, and I had him come the next day, and I gave a new order, all new stuff to do, I said, can you do this? And he walked up and he did it perfectly the first time, because I had communicated properly. I also trained people on saws at FastCat. If I communicate as poorly how to use a saw as I communicated to him, someone's going to be missing a finger, and it's going to be my fault. And I don't want that. So when we train people on a saw, I mean, we spend about half an hour, we train them, we teach them how to use it, we watch them cut, and then you'd think they're trained. But no, at FastCap, the next three times that they walk up to use that saw, they get everything set up, they get their wood on there, they get the stop set, they get their safety glasses on, they go to touch the power button. Before they touch it, they come and get me. And when I walk in the wood shop, yeah, I'm looking a little bit, I'm, you know, does that look right? That looks, yeah, it looks like they did it right, but that's not the important part. The important part is I'm communicating with them. I'm asking them, why did you do this? Why did you put the wood that way? Did you look if it was bowed? Did you know if there's a knot in it? And when they can communicate back to me three times in a row, clearly, then I can trust them, and then I know they're not gonna lose a finger. Another important thing about communication is if you don't communicate everything that somebody needs to know, if you leave things out, they're set up for failure for the rest of their time. So this is one way that we use WonderList. This is a great tool I have whenever I bring a new person on at FastCap, I have a list of all the things that I have to go through with them to make sure that they know everything. And so I'm not keeping it in my brain, and I'm not missing anything, I'm not setting them up for failure. And so I go over, you know, forms they have to sign. Improvements. What's an improvement? How do you find an improvement? When do you do an improvement? Who do you talk to if you want to do an improvement? And as I go through all these, if I missed one thing, like what do you do when you grab a Kanban? I just set us up for a back order for them to look like a horrible employee just because I didn't have a standard training regimen. And so this is a great list. Just go through it with every person every time they come on, and I'm sure nothing's missed. Another standardized training we have is when you want to learn to pick an order at FastCap. We have QR codes and practice orders for people to go through and do. And when they watch these videos, this is part of one, they go through and it shows them exactly what they need to know with no details left out. And there's about 45 minutes, probably more actually at this point of video just on how to pick an order. And so every time I train someone, I'm not having to remember 45 minutes of stuff that I have to say. I'm able to solve problems, ask them questions, communicate with them on a higher level while they get all of the information they need to know. The next way we use QR codes is all of our assembly processes. On the Kanban card that says you need to build something, on the back of it, there's a QR code. It's an important principle if you guys don't know it. Wherever you ask the question, right there should be the answer. So, when you grab a Kanban card and you need to do something, you want to know how to do it, the answer is right there. You scan the video, and these videos teach you everything you n- need to know. It's way better than an eight-step process. An eight-step process, you get, what, eight pictures, maybe ten words per picture. You're trying to teach someone to do a ten-minute assembly task. You can't communicate all the information in 80 words and eight pictures. There's no way. These videos show them where to go, how to get stuff, what it should look like, how to set up the build station, put this on a box stand, put this to the right, and it can communicate, you know, grab this with your right hand while you grab this with your left. It's clear communication, and it communicates to them that this is the level our company runs at. We're not a company where you stand around waiting to get questions answered. We're a question that's detailed and efficient and communicates. And we don't just use QR codes for our assembly processes. We use them everywhere. Maybe you're like me and you work for the guy that wrote Lean Health, but you eat fast food every morning. And so when you walk up to our disk sanitizer, you don't know how to run it. Well, right there where you ask the question, there's the answer. So you don't have to run off and find somebody, waste your time trying to get the question answered, waste their time teaching you, you get all the detail communicated from the dish sanitizer. Sweeping the warehouse, you do that maybe once every six months, each person does, right where you grab the broom, there's a QR code, tells you everything you need to know to do it. Our electrical panel, we have a QR code on our electrical panel. I mean, who does that? Most people, when you have the electrician out once every, what, two years, you're running over some bin, digging through a bunch of manuals, spending an hour trying to read it and understand it, our electrical panel communicates exactly what we need to know right there where we ask the question. We've taken this to the point where if you want to make a QR code, we have a QR code on top of our QR code printer that tells you how to make a QR code. It's just simple. Another big tool we use is we do weekly small group meetings. So of course at FastCap, we have a big company meeting every morning with the whole company. But in that, there's a lot of things that maybe don't affect everybody. You know, Something that affects the production people only. We don't need to waste the office people's time, the engineers' time discussing it. And when you have a group that big, it's hard to actually come to a conclusion. It's hard for everyone to communicate clearly. So once a week, we have a small team meeting of each department six to eight people it's amazing we go over we have a shared wonder list and throughout the week any issue anyone comes up with that they want to discuss they put it on that list then we meet we discuss the issue we come up with a solution and then we come back the next week and we ask the team did this work did you like it should we tweak something and so we're communicating together to be problem solvers and to find the best possible solutions if you guys aren't doing small weekly team meetings we only started this about a year and a half ago and it has just transformed the way things run at FastCap. you have to try doing it last tool I want to share with you guys today is our shared improvements list and this is my favorite one so sometimes I'll be working on a big project I'll be you know deep in it trying to figure out how to make something I'll be going through the electrical box I'll be like ah that's a mess that needs improved I'll walk in the wood shop and all the woods falling over and that's a mess that needs to be improved but I don't have time to stop and do all of these little improvements right then so in order to leave my mind open clear and free to solve problems I pull out my phone. There's no running over to a whiteboard on the other side of the warehouse, nothing like that. I pull out my phone and I write it on the list. This needs improvement. Done. Out of my head, back to focused. And you know, sometimes you have a new guy. He comes on and he's got this crazy cool idea, but he has no idea how to accomplish it. He can drop that on the list too. And this list is shared with everybody. And so anybody can assign themselves any one of these and get it done. And like just in the past month, you can see how much we've got done. Like this just keeps going and going and going. It's insane. There's a bunch of benefits to this first no excuses so every single person at fastcap does at least one improvement every single day some people do two five ten but at least one and now with this list there's no i couldn't think of one i don't know i'm trying it here's a list in your pocket that shows you exactly what needs done pick one do it you literally are not allowed to start work for the day until you've done an improvement And on top of that, it trains people. You get new people who come on and they say, look at this place, you guys have been doing improvements every person every day for like 10 years. How am I supposed to find something? Have you seen the messy house I just came from? But once they do like 10 things off this list, they start to see them and they start to learn. And once they've done 10, it's easy to find 10 more. Another big benefit is collaboration. The team can actually get together and someone can say, hey, there's this thing on the list and it needs done and I'm not sure how to do it, but do you wanna help me? And now people are communicating with each other. They're talking, and they're being problem solvers together. And we're building a team culture. That's what you want. The last big benefit is it's a way to delegate to a team. As leaders, we all know that we have to delegate. But if I'm delegating, hey, Paul, you want to do this for me? And Paul does it. And then, Paul, you want to do this for me? He does it. All of a sudden, Paul's the superstar, because I picked him as a favorite. And then Bob over there, Bob's wondering, why don't I ever get to shine? Why don't I get picked? With this list, it lets the people who want to be superstars, the people who want to step up to the plate and really get it done, it lets them step forward and shine, and you're not picking favorites, they're picking themselves. So while we've all been focused on the eight ways that we were taught, yes, they're important, yes, we need to keep focusing on them, maybe, just maybe, you've been a little bit blind to the ninth, and that is poor communication, and maybe it has been leading to all the others and wreaking real havoc in your company. So why can Paul trust me? Because of good communication. So the question I want to leave you guys with today is do you know what your people are thinking? And more importantly, do your people know what you are thinking? Thank you very much. So Paul, I think we found a way to... uh, make you not travel anymore because he's take the stage. I I was going to say, you know, there's going to be a long line. You better get him back on an airplane pretty damn quick. Okay. So questions for Lucas. Lucas, you bring on a new employee. How do you explain lean to that new employee? It's all about making your life better. Look at what we have here. Look how amazing this place is. Like, what other job have you worked where you walk in somewhere and it looks like this and it's just this easy and everything you walk up to do is fun to do and there's no struggle. That's what Lean is. Lean is making life easy and fun. It's making it so you want to come to work. It's making it so that I want to do my projects from home at work and then go home and make home good enough that I want to do them there. Awesome, thank you. How often or systematically do you speak to Paul? Literally a hundred messages a week minimum, all day, all night. Do you sleep? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, he gets gets to sleep, Paul doesn't, but he does. Lucas, if Paul trusts you, why do you need to speak to him so often? Because if I didn't, would he actually trust me? He needs to know that I'm always thinking, that I'm always maintaining the vision, I'm always moving forward, and he needs to know that I'm asking him for his advice, because he knows way more than me. If I didn't ask him, like, I'd be an idiot. So of course I'm gonna ask him, right? How long did it take to establish this type of relationship? Like when you first came on with Fastcap, and then when did it get to the point where it's, you guys are at this level now? We're still establishing it. It's, it's a lifelong journey. And there were many arguments, many, you know, we, we get each other's throats quite a bit. But doing that, that's the communicating. And then we know, we both know we care. We know where we're coming from. We know where we're being logical, where we're not. I like to make bets with them sometimes too, and who's going to win when we can't agree? And then this might put uh, you on the spot here, Lucas, but Paul, how did you, or what type of qualities did you see in Lucas to know that he was this type of great candidate, great person for your company? Like what were you seeing in him? You know, it's so simple. It's one word and you all should get it. It's passion. He walked in the door and he really didn't know anything, but he had passion. He was hungry and that's all it took. And within six months, I knew immediately, but within six months, I knew he was going to be a top leader. Passion, unafraid to fail, willing to admit he he was wrong. I have to admit I'm wrong many times in front of him. This is very critical. We fight. We go back and forth. You're wrong. You're wrong. We're back. And then when I'm wrong, Lucas, you're right. When he's wrong, I'm wrong, Paul. And we move on. Yeah, Lucas, you talked about the meetings. I'm just curious, as, as the company has grown and transitioned and you've transitioned into smaller group meetings, has the morning meeting changed in any way as you've as no, it transitioned? No, no, not at all. We're just adding more and more communication on the shop. You know, the morning meeting, you're in a big group in one room. You don't actually get to look at things. And sometimes when you have a problem, like, it's really hard to come to a consensus with that many people. With a small group, like on the shop floor, looking at the issues, discussing it can actually come up with. A lot better solutions as small teams that make sense you know you know that that brings a question for me because I, I think from our morning meeting I think sometimes we get stuck in discussing problems during there so do you guys bring the problems to the morning meeting or do you leave that for the side groups now okay they all come up at the morning meeting and then if we can't come to something in the morning meeting like all right this team this is your problem you know go figure it out after the meeting I mean, I know Lucas for years right now, and he is extraordinary. But I have—I made the experience that everyone can have that passion if you unleash the beast in pretty much everyone. I have a couple of guys in my shop. I would—I would thought I thought I will—they will never ever get it. And they are like animals right now. It's all about you unleash the beast of these people. He is a great guy, absolutely uh, top of the world. But we, we can all be like this. I I owe all of my passion to Paul. When I started at FastCap, I was a really shy guy. In fact, for months, I couldn't even watch myself in one of the videos I made. It like made me want to cry, but he taught me. (laughs) Hi Lucas, Leah with Fire Blast. So we all know that Paul has many great attributes. As a leader, give give me the number one. His passion, it's infectious. And not just for lean, not just for work, for life. It changes you as a person being around him. All right, well, thank you, Lucas.